If you're an American conservative, you know that the societal values we hold sacred are under attack. They are hanging in the balance. How can you protect those values? By staying informed. The closing argument will deliver news and supporting evidence you need to support and defend those values. Here's Paul Smith. Good morning. This is Paul Smith, your host of The Closing Argument. In this podcast, we will discuss some of the important but controversial moral, political, and legal issues that affect us and our families today. I have to give you a warning. Some of the things we discuss are not politically correct, and they may offend some people, but we're going to discuss them anyway. This discussion is needed to preserve our liberties, to establish the truth, and to let the world know that there are many people who challenge some of the views that have gained acceptance in our schools, our media, and in our government. Well, I have with me today uh, my good friend Jeff Holtzinger. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm good. Good. So uh, Jeff is a lawyer and, and an engineer. He's been in practice of law here in Maryland for about 28 years, and before that was an engineer, and he still does both of these works. And uh, Jeff was mayor of the city of Frederick, Maryland. I think it was like 2005 to 2009, I believe. In that range, yep. And uh, I served on the Board of Aldermen with Jeff at that time. That's how we became good friends. Um, so uh, we're going to talk about climate change. I have written the book, The Climate Change Hoax Argument. It was published in 2021. This is a very timely and important issue. Um, the uh, it, it, it was said, well, to start with uh, Joe Biden at his inauguration in 2021, he said the science is settled. We need to move on and make drastic changes in energy production in America because fossil fuels are going to destroy the earth. Uh, but there are many scientists, in fact, thousands, who dispute uh, the whole claim as well as many parts of it. And as I have gotten into this, I think this is a, a something that needs to be said because the consequences of of taking these dire economic changes in what we do with energy uh, is not going to stop the climate change that is occurring. It is going to be economically devastating. And frankly, it'll end up hurting the poor uh, more than anyone else. So, uh, well, let's get in into this uh, right away. The um, one of the first things uh, I want to bring to your attention is um, there's a, an EPA report that was published in 2010 entitled Climate Change Indicators in the United States. This is probably a good source for a lot of people who want to get into climate change. Um, but as you'll see when I read this, I actually have found the scientists dispute virtually, virtually every point in this report. Uh, let me just uh, summarize what the report says. It says that CO2 increases account for 80% of global warming increases, that almost all of the CO2 increases are due to human activities, that the rate of sea level rise has accelerated, that the ocean has become more acidic, that the intensity of hurricanes has risen noticeably, and it also expresses concerns that droughts may also be increasing recently. Interestingly, there are scientists that dispute every one of these. And because of the claim of, uh, of President Joe Biden and others that the science is settled, that the debate is over, 
and and again wanting to do extremely expensive uh, and harmful projects, we need to go back and, and realize that science doesn't support this. The debate is not over. There are too many scientists who dispute these things. Do you have any thoughts on this? I think it's right. I think it's the only way they win with this because many of the things that they predicted are not coming true. And, um, and as we talked about, the, uh, the narrative has changed from global warming to climate change because some of the warming trends or some of the things they predicted have not come true. And, you know, according to some of the politicians that are in favor of these drastic environmental measures uh, have made predictions that, you know, the earth will, it'll be too late and, nine years, 12 years, well, we're well into those periods and we don't see those changes. So their, uh, their best way to combat this is, is to claim there's no more argument about the science, even though none of them um, really have any sound basis to say that. Yeah, they, it seems to me, as, as, and I've watched this issue in, in the media and, and well, as well as in government for about 20 years, there's no debate about the science. And in fact, uh, it's just if you if you don't agree with this catastrophic opinion, you are a denier and you don't follow the science. They were on the leading end, leading end of cancel culture. If yeah. you denied uh, the uh, what they were claiming was settled science. So I, so I think everyone must acknowledge if you have followed this issue, that there has been virtually no discussion and debate of the scientific foundations of climate change. But- and, in fact, I was at a um, continuing legal education seminar that it had to do with uh, some of the studies that the stormwater regulations are based on, you know, as far as, you know, some of the same type of scientific principles. And I raised the fact that EPA was basing a lot of these modeling on the uh, uh, on what's going into water on a, a failed and out, you know, um, a flawed analysis. And the presenters at this conference got uh, they were uh folks high up in Pennsylvania's Department of Environmental Protection, they got very upset that I even raised that point. And, uh, you know, I'm just someone attending it. And they, uh, they seem to be very agitated that I dare raise that. I think that's their, their defense mechanism. But that clearly is what has controlled the discussion. There has been no dis- debate. And it, they just ridicule deniers, they call them. But it's been my um, my conclusion that there are thousands of scientists who dispute this. And so those who insist the debate is over and refuse to acknowledge and respond to the allegations that we're going to discuss here and which I discussed in my book, The Climate Change Hopes Argument, they, they cannot in good faith uh, refuse this debate. To do so is actually dishonest. And so the conclusions that, that we're going to discuss, I mean, I have my opinions and, but, but I'm not a scientist, uh, but I am, I think, reasonably intelligent person. And, and the conclusions I've made are based on the conclusions of scientists. And we're going to discuss some of those conclusions. Uh, the, again, the bottom line here is are humans through the burning of fossil fuels causing the earth to be destroyed if we don't drastically stop it and and take other measures within the next now it's down to eight years um I, one of the first things i think you need to know is is what the ipcc is we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about global warming today we're going to get into other aspects of climate change in the next two broadcasts including the co2 emissions and others but 
you need to understand what the IPCC is. It's the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, a United Nations organization that was established in 1988 to address climate issues. It was formed for the purpose of building the scientific case that humans are causing global warming. That's according to Dr. Roy Spencer. And the IPCC, though it's not a scientific group, it has attracted a lot of scientists to try to help it. But its purpose has been a political one to convince the world that uh, that humans are damaging the climate and, and the earth. And, and though their intentions may have been good, what has happened is they have been believed that this was so, thought the science would support it, but now it's turning out the science does not support some of the excesses of their views. So uh, the IPCC, you will hear that term a lot, and it has been co-opted by people who have a narrative they want to prove and especially in recent years, many of the scientists who initially were supporting them have abandoned ship because, because the IPCC has been found to manipulate data, to omit views it didn't want, to, to uh, it has made some fake confidential interviews and done a number of things that, that are just not scientifically proper. Ever heard of the IPCC? Yes. <laughs> okay. So at this point, the, the integrity of the IPCC has been compromised. Now, let's, you'll see this uh, as we go along, but I had to tell you a little bit about the IPC as we start because they have become the main driver behind this. Uh, let's talk a little bit about global warming. Uh, has there been global warming, Jeff? Uh, not in my opinion or not to any significant degree. Uh, uh, what I've read is, uh, I think most of the scientists agree that there's been a very slight amount of global warming. Uh, Wrightstone said that uh, in the last 167 years, there's been a 1.5 degree Fahrenheit increase in global average global temperatures. And, and I've read a number of scientists. I don't think that's much disputed. Um, but is that too much? Is that going to cause, you know, what, what damage is that going to cause? Well, yeah, I think that's something that is one of the points that you raise that needs to be explored and it shouldn't be concluded that those, that uh, increase is going to cause all these harms. Um, I think I, I shared with you an example where I attended a seminar where scientists were uh, taking a graph similar to what you said with the IPCC. Uh, manipulating data. And in this case, there was an X and Y axis. The X axis represented the interval in years between these peaks in heating. And the, their point was that the, trying to show that our carbon footprint was causing these uh, heating peaks. Well, someone in the audience who was very familiar with, with the information, it was some type of mechanical engineer, um, very <clears throat> calmly and politely just said, hey, you know, make the intervals on the X axis more proportional to the, you know, the Y axis. Um, the degrees. And what you saw is what, and, and the, the, the writing was so small, you couldn't read this if you were in the audience in person, didn't know to question it like he did. And it showed there was a natural heating cycle for earth every 700 years. And what it also showed is that the carbon footprint didn't cause these peaks. 
there was a minor exacerbation after the peaks. And it was funny. You could see the folks that were the so-called scientists that were presenting this um, became increasingly kind of nervous. And you could literally see the sweat coming off their forehead because they know they had just been called on manipulating this data by someone who used only the information they had just presented, but they had, they had manipulated the graph to try to make the point, the political point they were trying to sell. It's too bad. We, we can't put a graph on the radio, but uh, you know, by just messing around with the axis, the horizontal and vertical axis, you can make a, uh, a slight increase look like a really steep slope. (laughs) It it happens in my engineering. You, you have, it's not so much you're, you're trying to, manipulated but when you do road profiles you have a you know so you can see the grade something that'll look a lot steeper on your planes is really not as steep as you think but you have to do that to be able to show different aspects of, of the road profile they just used it for a uh a twisted reason when they did these graphs that i was in that seminar i attended so some of the things i read uh, indicate that if you go back even uh uh, well, go back 400,000 years, somehow the scientists can do this. They're able to track uh, temperature changes. And, and there's been a fluctuation in temperatures in the earth of 10 degrees centigrade during the last 400,000 years, according to some of the scientists. And even in the last uh, 50,000 years, according to Jowsel, a 2007 study, there's been a variation of, of eight degrees centigrade. So uh, th- that we have that the temperatures have risen, let's say two two degrees Fahrenheit in 167 years. Uh, I don't think the scientists dispute that, but I but I don't think that's enough to of itself conclude that the world is going to be uh, heading for disaster. And by the way, some of these increases can actually have a positive effect. And by the way, what is the ideal? Uh, temperature of the earth. Uh, I don't know that we're there. I haven't seen studies that have established that. So the the mere the, the mere fact that there's been these increases in global temperatures does not prove that we're on our way to destruction. Uh, I mentioned, well, I, or I, maybe, I think I thought, I don't think I did mention, in, in 1995, the IPCC repented presented a report by Benjamin Santer that showed between 1963 and 1987, the average world temperatures increased about a half a degree centigrade during a short period of time. And this was found to be alarming. Uh, However, when you go back, and if you just go back a few years earlier and a few years later, these warming trends were preceded by colder temperatures and were followed by closing, colding, uh, closing temperatures. So again, the period of that you pick to uh, examine can be misrepresented. And I think you had mentioned that uh, at one point earlier, before some of the, the uh, global warming worries, there was a worry about global cooling. Oh, right. Like we're going to have a second ice age or something right. like that. But when that fell through, I guess they switched to global warming. And now to climate change. Well, another another study on uh, global warming was the study that was published by Michael Mann in 1998. It's been dubbed the hop hockey stick because during the period of time that he examined, uh, he found in towards the end there was a sharp uh, increase in average global temperatures. Um, but this one was almost immediately criticized by two Canadian scientists. Scientists uh, Steve McIntyre and Ross McKittrick, 
And they, they concluded that his graph was compromised uh, some data and, and uh, that really undermined his conclusions. And later the uh, National Association of Science, Dr. Wegman in 2006, uh, examined both Mann and McKittrick and McIntyre's uh, studies and found that McIntyre and McKittrick were correct and the, the hockey stick was the product of flawed methodology. So the, um, the point being that the, the global warming, even the global warming uh, conclusions are, are suspect. So it is because of this that the, uh, the climate change movement basically began to uh, abandon the global warming, uh, what do you call it, uh, label, and, and began to call things uh, climate change. Now, the climate change move, that really was a brilliant move because, uh, let me ask you, do you believe in climate change? I think we have weather changes, but I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's caused by the degree that they 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 claim. And I think you're right. It's but, probably because it wasn't their, their view uh, or what they were trying to sell wasn't panning out. They see a few bad hurricane seasons, and then they take that. Uh, and use that to claim it's climate change. So, I mean, but even the term climate change, I mean, it's so broad and vague. Yeah, I believe in climate change. But, but, but uh, climate change has come to mean that humans are causing climate change right. that will destroy the earth if we don't do something. So that's what I, I so dispute I think, that, but I don't dispute that there's been right. climate so change. I think, and I think most reasonable people realize that we're going to have changes, but should we take the drastic actions that they are um, suggesting right. uh, well, at, the, at the expense, so, particularly when we're only one part of the, the planet and, and many of the biggest abusers are making no changes whatsoever? Yeah, we're going to get to the economic uh, consequences in a couple of podcasts down the road, but let me just say one other thing uh, with regard to global warming, although there has been this, this minor uh, average globing, I would point out that really it's, it's imperceptible to the degree when you, when you consider it an average of one point, you know, five degrees Fahrenheit. I mean, it's just crazy. Temperature goes up and down 20 or 30 degrees every day. Um, And also between basically 2000 and 2010, the scientists have found that the warming, uh, uh, average warming was flat. There was no average warming that was continuing. And because of that, uh, they had they had to drop the term. Well, I think we're going to see some extreme global cooling tonight, as a matter of fact, because the temperature is supposed to get much cooler tomorrow. All right. Well, that that's wraps up our discussion today. Next next program, we're going to get into CO2, which is a really big factor. And We appreciate you joining with us. The liberties we enjoy in America can be maintained only by its citizens being moral and informed and and being participants in the democratic processes. The closing argument can help us to do this. I invite you to to visit my website to get a copy of my book, The Climate Change Hoax Argument. My website is www.cpaulsmith.com. This is Paul Smith. See you next time.